Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Comedy Central. Uh, I became a slut late in life because I never went to camp. <laughs> I feel like that's where a lot of that foundation is laid. So I've been making up for lost time. Also, like, my relationship with my dad kind of fucked me up because it was super healthy. <laughs> so I, like, trusted men for a long time. <laughs> but I don't do that anymore. <laughs> I'm not crazy. <laughs> and I've been doing comedy for a few years now. I will say that it has definitely changed who I am. Willing to have sex with. Because <laughs> for years I was sleeping with hot dudes. Uh, and now I sleep with comedians. <laughs> so, it's just different. <laughs> I definitely don't recommend sleeping with a comedian. Uh, unless after sex you enjoy lying next to someone, watching them scroll through their own tweets because that's happened to me with more than one person. <laughs> They're just like scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. And I'm like, oh, your index finger does work. <laughs> yeah, it's like a weird time to find that out. <laughs> you know? What's up, Sutniks, or whatever the hell you want to be called? That was Mary Beth Barone from her set on Comedy Central stand-up featuring. I thought it was a fun little bit, comedy-related, about male comedians, of which I am one. I don't, I've never done what she's referring to in this joke. I may have scrolled other people's tweets, but I don't think I've ever scrolled <laughs> my own tweets. I'd, I think that would really take me out of it. But a uh, solid bit. And uh, I'm Tom Takar. This is uh, Stand Up with Tom Takar. And of course, I'm joined, as always, by producer extraordinaire, Coach T. How are you, Coach? I'm doing really well, man. I'm in a You're great, doing good? I'm in a great space, Tom. That's good to hear, Coach. I love, I love to hear you're doing well. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, I decided to go with Sunnix this week. I got one... It's so funny how one email will just put me in a bad mood. It wasn't even like that aggressive, but one guy was just like, "Enough with the nicknames." And it's really? like, "Chill out, man." Hey. And it's also I get these people are hearing it like two weeks after we recorded it, so it's like now I got to deal with emails from a guy where I'm like, "I didn't even do that," and I want like, <laughs> "I'm not oh, a fucking chucklehead." <laughs> I'm, I'm glad you said that. I did something that I usually don't do, and I went and I read our reviews on iTunes. Yes. And they're really pleasing. I'm very thankful for every review that we have. So I yes. think it's a great opportunity to remind people to leave us a review with one stipulation. If it isn't at least four stars, I don't want the review. I don't right. want to I don't want to hear from anybody who doesn't love us. <laughs> <laughs> I have no energy for it. That's why I don't I don't read anything other than the emails we get uh because those are people who listen to the show and reach out, but some people will just be like uh, they don't talk about uh, football <laughs> like one star. Hey, it's like, well, it's a comedy. Listen, I'm telling you right now, from this moment on, whatever today's date is, I don't want another 
a review less than four stars. I don't have any time for that. That doesn't make no any sense time. To me. Just move Five on, guys. Up, Just move on, guys. Move along. We don't need you. I got an email I want to read real fast just because it uh, took me by surprise. Because it was from my name, and I was like, what the hell? is Somebody has my name, and then I realized my mom has an email <laughs> that has my name on it. And uh, we used to share an email when I was in high school, because I think we didn't realize like emails are free. You can yeah, just yeah, yeah. have an email address. <laughs> but I got an email. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I got this email from an AOL account <laughs> that says, I like the name Joculars meaning of uh, jocular is someone fond of or characterized by joking, humorous, or playful. Although I also like Sutnik's haha, love your mother, plus say hi to coach. What Ooh. the hell? Yeah. What the uh, hell? My mom's uh, trying to flirt with coach? No, no. no she's, she's saying hi to coach. That's, <laughs> no, I, like I know that. what that means. <laughs> that means when I'm over, she's going to make me a sandwich and take the edges off. That's what that means to me. <laughs> <laughs> hi, all right well i'll allow it <laughs> hi hi tom's mom that uh that means a lot yeah. to me she's a big coach fan that's good man uh, that's good man. i do want to say we have a new segment oh yeah i think we should do it up top i i what do you think oh, hold on you actually got a submission we have so many submissions <laughs> like they Dude, went they went the legal way like we're good yes our inbox is flooded with the legal submissions yes oh, tom i'm yes. so i'm so excited I am too. I read all of them, and uh, they keep flooding in. People are into this damn segment. If you don't know what I'm talking about, it's a little segment called Make Tom and Coach Laugh, and it's where you send in your jokes. You try to make me and Coach laugh. I curated this for you, Coach, because uh, I didn't want to just read anything. Yeah, I picked I picked what I think of as my favorite ones. I think each week we're just going to do maybe one or two of these. Yeah, man. I think this week, because it's the opening of this new segment, let's do like three or four. Let's go. Give people their credit. Uh, there's some really, really funny stuff that people sent, and I really appreciate how quick these jokes were. Like I asked for before, before when I brought this up, people were sending me like 10-minute clips and shit. This is much more palatable and uh, easier to do, so I appreciate it. Some of these jokes were truly fucked up, <laughs> and some uh, were just. And I liked some of those jokes a lot. I'm I'm probably not going to read them, but I I did really like them. Uh, but yeah, this is this was great. Immediately, this the second we talked about this segment, people were sending up. jokes in. So got that good crack. Yeah. So if you if your joke gets read. Th take it as an honor because you got picked in the middle of a crowd and if your joke didn't get read it might get read in a future week uh or you know there's a lot of competition keep sending them in uh yeah, i don't yeah, care i like yeah. reading them i love jokes uh all right the first one i'm gonna read you and coach you can if you want you can rate these or we can just read them and these will be the ones that, let's just, let's uh, just read them it. and then we'll let's see what happens it. right so the first one i got uh he was the first he submitted immediately and he's a great comic uh from the south named ian aber uh he wrote i'm on a plant-based diet if the food was not manufactured or on an assembly line in a plant i won't eat it pretty good i i like that i oh i i, I will say this i like it um but i gotta see him yeah, if if yeah. he's three hundred pounds and black, I'm dying. Like that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> okay, he's not black, but uh, but if he's a skinny white guy, he's not skinny either. I know, no offense to you, and he's a, <laughs> he he deserves to tell that joke. He's not like a you know he's a he's a good looking guy, but uh, he, yeah, he should, he's a he big should man. sell that bit to a fat guy. 
with a diabetic comic because that would be hilarious. <laughs> Uh, I got another one for you. All right, what's going on? This is from Kate Brundage, and I got to tell you right now, usually when somebody starts a joke like this, I hate it in stand-up, and Mm -hmm. this is how funny, this actually made me laugh, so uh, good work, Kate. So here's how she opens. She says, not really a joke and more of a tragic reality of my life. Like I said, I'm going to stop you right there. If you said that on stage, I would throw up. I hate when people say that. This isn't really a joke. It's just something that happened. It's like, well, then write a joke. <laughs> but this was that. She said that, but she did the classic undersell because this is a joke. Okay. This is funny. She wrote, not really a joke and more of a tragic reality of my life, but I re- have really bad ADD to the point where I can totally space out during sex. The other day, my boyfriend and I were going at it, and he was like, you like that, baby? And all I could think was, I think I hear squirrels on the roof. (laughs) (laughs) That's a... Listen, I... Okay, look, I have to be honest. That's a really good joke. But I'm also so insecure that I don't like laughing at it. Because I want to know that if I'm inside a woman, I want her to only think of me. But sure. uh, but she might be thinking about those squirrels, squirrels on the in roof. the roof. But it's a Could great be. joke. That's a great. She funny. should keep doing that. That's a good. I don't even know if she's a comic. She might just be somebody who sent that in. But I, like I know Ian. But uh, if you're not uh, good stuff, you don't have to be a stand-up to write these either or to send these in. I like them all. Uh, I got a few from this guy, and one of them really made me laugh, but I think it's too dark for the show. Oh. Uh, but this one is also dark, and it, I liked it. Uh, this is from John Popeye uh, Anu. Popeye Anu. I can't say his last name. It's Papa Anu, I think. John Papai Anu um, says, okay. uh, My parents are what you can call helicopter parents. You know, in the sense that helicopters are not capable of love. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> pretty good. Oh, that's the one. That's the one, Tom. Not bad. Not bad. That's the one. Uh, now, just based on his, just based on his name, <laughs> he sounds like he's from a Pacific Islander, like Samoan or something yep, like that. Sure. But that kind of joke. Oh, that that smells white. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's a that's a white joke for sure. Pretty good first batch of uh, these jokes. Keep them coming, guys. And to, to send them in, you don't email them to SUTTPod. Uh, you got to do it through the submission link, which is on uh, my bio and my Instagram. The link is on there. It's uh, it's on Comedy Central's website also. So my Instagram, it's Tom Takar, T-H-A-K-K-A-R. And uh, yeah, or you can go to Comedy Central's. We're on the front page right now. I don't know if when you listen, we'll still be, but if you scroll down, you will see us and uh, the, the link is there. But also, if you just click on podcasts on their website, it's pretty easy to find, I think. Uh, but I also tweeted it out, all that stuff. But send them in. We like reading them. It's uh, This is a good first round of them. And uh, yeah, we have, a, we have a great show. I, I got some fun clips for you guys today. I'm, uh, I'm excited to play them. The first clip I picked today is, uh, is from a Comedy Central Presents, and it is Dimitri Martin. And the second one, also a nice little classic here. I, I don't think a lot of people have seen this one, but uh, Comedy Central Presents Donald Glover. So uh, let's hear some comedy from Dimitri Martin and Donald Glover. Hey there, Jordan Klepper from The Daily Show and Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts. A drunk driver is very dangerous. Everybody knows that. But so is a drunk backseat driver if he's persuasive. 
Dude, make a left. Those are trees. Trust me. To me, swimming is a confusing sport. Because sometimes you do it for fun, but then other times you do it to not die. And when I'm swimming, sometimes I don't know which one it is. I gotta go by the outfit. Pants. Uh-oh. Bathing suit. Okay. Naked. We'll see. Should I be swimming faster? Or am I getting laid? I like parties, but I don't like pinatas. Because the pinata promotes violence against flamboyant animals. Hey, there's a donkey with some pizzazz. Let's kick his ass. What I'm trying to say is don't make the same Halloween costume mistake that I did. I was making pancakes the other day and a fly flew into the kitchen. And that's when I realized that a spatula is a lot like a fly swatter. And a crushed fly is a lot like a blueberry. And a roommate is a lot like a fly eater. I think it's interesting that cologne rhymes with alone. If I have to move up in a building, I choose the elevator over the escalator. Because one time I was riding the escalator and I tripped. I fell down the stairs for an hour and a half. <laughs> Just kept falling. Thanks. Thanks, everybody. I think employee of the month is a good example of when a person can be a winner and a loser at the same time. <laughs> I like sports. I like professional football. I like to go, yeah. Wow. I like to get to the stadium. I like to get to the stadium to see the games live, you know? And I paint my chest before I leave the house. But I don't have that many friends, you know, so I usually just do punctuation and like tack on a group already in progress. But sometimes, like, but sometimes it works out kind of weird, because we, we ended up on TV one time, and it said, uh, Jets? Oh, uh, thanks. You know, sometimes uh, I have jokes that I want to tell, but I don't feel like they have the right environment. I, I don't want to say I write sophisticated material, but I feel like there's something artsy about some of my jokes, um, kind of upper crusty, maybe. And, um, you know, silence doesn't do them justice. I think they need the right atmosphere, so I just wanted to try to tell some of those jokes with that atmosphere, with a little bit of music I uh, put together for tonight. So, let's see if this works. Start here, and uh, good luck. <laughs> Whenever I investigate a smell, I find that the answer is always bad. It's never, what is that? Muffins. 
I got some new pajamas with uh, pockets in them, which is great, because before that, I used to have to hold stuff when I slept. But now I'm like, where's my planner? There it is. Keep sleeping. All right, cool. Perfect. I like Frisbees. A Frisbee is the only object you can throw at a stranger and hit him with it, and it's okay. I keep a lighter in my back pocket all the time. I'm not a smoker. I just really like certain songs. My plumbing is all screwed up. Because it turns out, I do not own a garbage disposal. I wonder what the most intelligent thing ever said was that started with the word dude. Dude, these are isotopes. Dude, we removed your kidney. You're gonna be fine. Dude, I'm so stoked to win this Nobel Prize. Um, I just want to thank Kevin and Turtle and uh, all my homies. I want to make a jigsaw puzzle that's 40,000 pieces. And when you finish it, it says, go outside. I noticed that there are no B batteries. I think that's to avoid confusion. Because if there were, you wouldn't know when someone was stuttering. Can I help you? Yes, I would like some B batteries. What kind? The batteries. What kind? But batteries. And D batteries. That's hard for foreigners. Yes, I would like D batteries. One of my friends has a stutter, and a lot of people think that's a bad thing, but to me, that's just like starting certain words with a drum roll. That's not an impediment, that's suspense. What's he gonna say, car? Or carnival? Carburetor? Sort of is such a harmless thing to say, sort of. It's just a filler, sort of. It doesn't really mean anything. But after certain things, sort of means everything. Like after, I love you. Or, you're going to live. back in New York, baby. <laughs> I miss this place. This is awesome. I got to be honest, the first, when I, when I got back, I got back on Thursday, right? I got back on Thursday, and uh, I got on, I, the first thing I did, I got on the subway, right? And I got on the subway, and this little person came on a train. Are there any little people in the audience? Good, I'm going to say midget. So, <laughs> this midget, You'll see why. This midget came on the, on the train and he pushed my leg and he hit me like that. And I was like, well, he was rude, rude midget. And like, <laughs> pushed me and like, I looked down at him. I was like, you know, I'm not confrontational, but I was like, excuse you. <laughs> and he looked up at me. He's like, you got a problem? Now, I didn't say anything. Cause like, you know, 
you're not gonna look like the hero fighting the midget. You're not gonna look like, you're like oh, I'm glad you kicked that midget's ass. I'm glad you took that midget down a peg. I'm glad you did that. Nobody's gonna say that. So like, I didn't say anything, but the whole time in my head, the whole time I'm thinking like, how do I get this midget to call me a so I can call him a midget? You know? Cause when you get called the N-word as a black person, you can do anything. It's like getting a gold star in Super Mario Brothers and jump. I hear the, I hear the music when I hear the N-word, I'm like, ding, 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 you know, like I get it right into it. I get really into it, you know? And you, you can do anything, like you can be in a fancy restaurant and just start throwing poop at the walls. And people be like, what, what are you doing? Somebody called him the N-word. Oh, yes, Obama, Obama, yes. I just, uh, I just started kind of doing this, this stand-up thing, right? So like, you know, I used, to, I used to write for this show called 30 Rock, and like, that's itself, right? And I, I, I love writing that, and I, but when I started doing stand-up, I was like, I, I don't really know what I'm doing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk to Tracy about it. I was gonna ask Tracy, what, 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 do you have any tips for me? Because I'm just starting, do you have any tips? And he was like, yeah, man, talk about penises, man. <laughs> I was like, what? He's like, yeah, man, talk about penises. Dudes love that man. Talk about penises. I, man, I'll tell you a story, man. One time I had broken into this, this Asian girl's dorm room at Rutgers University. And I fell asleep, and they woke me up, and they said, Tracy, you're supposed to be on in five minutes. And I didn't have no material. So I just said, for 45 minutes. I talked about penises for 45 minutes. Do that, do that, man. So I did that, you know, I didn't know anything. I was like, okay, I'm just Tracy Morgan. I'm listening to him, so I did that. I, I talked about penises and people loved it. It was good, it went well. And then like afterwards, the dude was like, hey, hey, Chris wants to talk to you. I was like, who? He was like, Chris Rock wants to talk to you. I was like, what? Chris Rock, I love Chris Rock. Chris Rock was like, Chris Rock's my idol, right? So I'm like, yeah, so I go up to him. I'm like, oh yeah, it was, I'm excited. He's like, yo, what'd you think? He was like, what the hell was that? <laughs> I was like, I, I don't know. He's like, cause it looked like you went on stage and said for 45 minutes. <laughs> and he ripped into me, man. He ripped into me and that broke my heart cause I love Chris Rock. I used to do his bits all the time. He has a famous uh, bit called, uh, you know, N-word versus, you know, black people. And I love that bit, but I wasn't allowed to say the N-word in the house. I wasn't allowed, my parents wouldn't let me say the N-word. So I, I, I just did black people versus vampires instead. <laughs> I was up there, you know, telling Joe's, I was like, there's two camps, two camps going on. There's black people and vampires. <laughs> the vampires got to go. Every time black people want to have a good time, ignorant ass vampires got to ruin it for everybody. <laughs> Can't keep a blood bank open, grand opening, grand You want to know the worst thing about vampires? <laughs> The worst thing about vampires, vampires can't be in the sun, boy. You can't have no vampire friend and then take them to the beach. I got pretty good at it. I got pretty good at it. <laughs> you know, I didn't, yeah, I just, 
I, and I didn't say the N-word. I didn't say I wasn't allowed. I didn't start saying it until like 11th grade, right? That's when I decided, decided to say the N-word. And by then, you, you, you miss your N-word motor skills. You can't say it right. Like, it would send, I would walk down the hall and people like, hey, what's up, man? I'm like, hey, what's up? They'd be like, ah, ah, I know you're black, but mm. Ah, it's that hard R, man. You know? Some people, some people can't say the N-word. Some black people cannot say it. It's true. Can you imagine Seal saying the N-word? No, right? You can't have Seal at the, at the Grammys talking about are everywhere. Cut up my face. Yeah. You can't have that. You can't have like Obama up there just talking and just, just like giving a, a press conference or something like that and just have it turn into deaf comedy jam or something. He's like, as we stand here today, there are still some Americans who don't believe I have their best interests at heart. And I'd like to put those fears to rest today. But before I do that, I'd like to talk about how be tripping. Cause they do. They be tripping. Be tripping, especially when bitches be around. Because bitches be wanting to go to the Cheesecake Factory. And they be getting their cheesecake with blueberries, strawberries, and caramels. And I'd be like, bitch, that is expensive. All right, that was Dimitri Martin and Donald Glover. Dimitri Martin's uh, Comedy Central presents from season eight. And uh, I really love those clips. I remembered them like I saw them for the first time yesterday, even though it's been probably, you know, eight to ten years since I since I saw that special. It just stuck with me, a lot of those jokes. Uh, great one-liners. And I've talked about it on the show before, Comedians who do one-liners and they often have to get a little creative with it. I think Dimitri Martin is really brilliant about. He does another thing. There was a lot of stuff from this special that I couldn't play because he does. He has this sketch pad that he draws on throughout his set, and then he ends this with this long, almost play that uh, is what's going on in his mind when he writes jokes, and it doesn't really translate to just audio um, as well as if you just see it. So. I highly recommend going and finding that uh, that half hour if you haven't seen the whole thing. And uh, his his hour on Comedy Central, I believe it's just called Person. Uh, Dimitri Martin Person is uh, is also great. And it's the same sort of thing where he breaks up his one-liners. And he has great one-liners. Um, yeah, and I played this because I got an email from someone that I am going to read you right now where they were looking for some comedy that was similar to Stephen Wright. It's uh, This is from John Enriquez. He says, Hey, Tom and Coach T, I'm a real fan of the show. You guys uh, are making it bearable to deal with the whole lockdown thing, and you guys keep it real authentic. I respect that. I just recently found Stephen Wright and loved his 1990, uh, 1995 JFL Just for Laughs set. Uh, are you guys able to play them on the show, or can the Takargarhythm suggest more absurdist style comics, uh, or other I might be inter- misinterpreting his style? Also, uh, for a name for us, uh, how's Laughaholics? Oh, sorry, there's some 
there's some more stuff in here that's uh, just about nicknames. But um, yeah, thanks, John, for reaching out and for the kind words, of course. But uh, yeah, I decided to play Dimitri Martin because I think that he's just about as similar as you can get in the era we're in now. And I love Stephen Wright. I'm a huge Stephen Wright fan. There's not a ton of tape on it. There's just the two specials, I think, and then these YouTube clips. So, uh, yeah, keep searching for those. But the the you're kind of you're kind of talking about Dimitri like like he's just a comic man. When that thing came out, I it could be just me. When I was watching that shit, that literally was like one of some of the most creative shit I've ever seen a comedian do. Absolutely, and it's it's tr- it's tricky because. He is a comic, and that is comedy, and I I love that about stand-up is that you really can just do whatever the hell you want, and when people try to put bars on it, it's it is anything. It's a guy on stage or or a woman. It's it's a person on stage, uh, doing what they think is comedy, and you know Steve Martin putting a damn arrow through his head still counts. It's it's all in yeah. there, and I think Stephen Wright. It was doing a lot of this stuff that we that we see somebody like Dimitri Martin do, where he puts music to his jokes. He he has he has songs and stuff. He breaks it up because if you just see somebody doing an hour of one liner jokes, it's pretty rare. Like even I mean, Jeselnik did it and could could make it work, but even he started telling stories and stuff because yeah, it it, it is more interesting to break it up a, a little bit. And I think somebody like Dimitri was really smart to to do that but yeah he's a super creative guy and he's one of the guys who i like the song like i like the musicality yeah. of his of his stuff that i find myself going oh i i really like the i like how I have, this sounds i have a question for you mm-hmm. H- how do you know you die hard mm, you know comedy whole junkies feel about dimitri martin i i like him i listened to this thing he was on Marin a long time ago, and it's interesting. It's a really interesting interview if you can find it, because you can sense that Marin had a bit of an animosity towards exactly, him. Exactly, exactly. And he, I think he says that he he like remembers him showing up on a skateboard, and he would just do this like song and dance act. And I think somebody who's like in the mindset of being kind of a bitter purist is like, this isn't it. This is it's tricks or something when in reality if you're if you're on stage and you're making everybody laugh and uh people enjoy it i think well, you do I, it. I w- when i was listening to the clips today i was like and this is just me and i and i, I really don't matter but i was like you this matter is- coach don't say that <laughs> well I, I shouldn't matter in someone else's life but the like what i heard dimitri do is the essence of joke telling the guy is walking through life and he's finding things that we all ignored and he's making them funny. And I was like, that, that's the goal. Like to me, that's the height of comedy. That's the, the, that's the rawest, most definition of, of, of comedy that we can think of. Yeah, absolutely. I think he's, yeah, at his core, he's an observational comic. Uh, and if you watch, if you watch the whole thing, he has stuff about a lot of it's like, why is it that you can, if you wear a, a leather jacket it's cool if you wear a leather vest it's weird so leather sleeves are the the thing (laughs) that's cool like Um, this stuff is brilliant to me yeah i think he's great and i think a lot about on that marin interview i think he's talking about 
that he got advice or he was talking to I think Louis CK who said you throw fastballs only and you're gonna need to change it up or something and I think I interpreted that to mean exactly what I was saying about one-liners where if you only do this one thing for your whole hour people are gonna catch on and start you know I mean if you play the analogy out they're gonna start hitting home runs off (laughs) yeah but uh I think that people get bored of it I I hear that but um but by the way, because this is a while ago, and I haven't ran into Dimitri. Like I, this is before I had anything to do with comedy. Mm-hmm. At the time, I probably just was an aspiring strip club DJ. <laughs> but what? You're what kind of? Like, soon. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> so, like, what? What happened to him? Because I don't feel like he's respected in the comedy purist community. But like, what is he doing? Well, is he traveling? Because he, that was one. He put an album out. Uh, I think maybe two years ago. Uh, he did when I was on Sirius. He did the show and uh, and promoted it. And he was great. Like he he still he does the cellar uh, when it was open. He would pop through and do stand up. I I think he is. I think I most comics I know don't talk shit. I I've never. Maybe back in like the early two thousands, people were talking shit about Dimitri. I don't know. I wasn't around then, but well, I I don't know if they're speaking shit on him directly. I just know it's like it's like uh you know it's like football. You know, Tom Brady stands in the pocket all day and throws the ball, and then when somebody comes out there like Robert Griffin and starts running around, yep. the first thing people say is like, hey, "He can't do that forever." Sure, but I'm just like, but he's progressing the game. Yeah. And, a lot of people have think to take- Tom Brady ain't shit, and Cam Newton's about to go nineteen and zero, baby. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to say that. <laughs> anyway, I hear what you're saying, and that's exactly why I do think of Dimitri as it's just a great comic, and he also he does more. Obviously, he wanted to, he went into filmmaking and uh, and acting and all that stuff. Yeah, and it, I, it, I think he's good at it. Um, it it's just it's this thing because 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 I do the same thing too. I push the envelope. As a matter of fact, when I go and I try to create anything, the first thing I ask myself is like, does this exist anywhere? And if mm-hmm. it exists anywhere, then I respect the creator of it and I kind of leave it alone. And I feel like Dimitri put so much energy, so much effort, so much just like, hey, what's not been done? What, what's nobody doing? And that alone to me just deserves a, a, a level of no criticism. Like you can't touch somebody who's trying to do something that you never thought of. Like that just deserves yes. an amount of respect. You can't, you can't, that's why when I, that's why I don't care about the iTunes things. I'm like, are you kidding me? Of course it takes a long time to download. Do you have any idea what we're doing over here? Get the hell out of here. Like we're doing something that no one else is doing. Everyone's on their iPhone talking about how fucked up the world is. And we're breaking down comedy. Like we're the fucking ESPN of this shit. <laughs> and so I'm like, I refuse to be uh, uh, criticized by outsiders who want me to be like something they've already seen before. Yeah, so that doesn't make sense to me. I think that's a great way to put it. And that is totally what's happening when people shit. I, and it's, I picked two comedians today that I think might fit the same category where oh, yeah. people will go, oh, that's not what stand-up is. Or that that person's not really a stand-up comedian or something like that. Because, I, I agree with them about the other comic. Well, here's the thing. Uh, <laughs> Donald Glover, who is the other clip I played, doesn't really do stand up anymore. Uh, he did it for a while. I will say, and he, I think a lot of people are like, "Oh yeah, that was uh, he just got this or that." Um, I loved, I loved him when I first saw him. Like I was in college, and uh, he came through, and it was him, Nick Kroll, Chelsea, um, uh, what's her name, uh, 
damn it, uh, not Handler, but the Chelsea Peretti, Chelsea Peretti, who Ooh. I love. I'm a huge Chelsea uh-huh. Peretti fan, and uh, Whitney Cummings. And it was the four of them on this tour. It was for Axe Body Spray. (laughs) And I remember it was a free show. And we went. And Donald Glover blew us away. He's the guy I left going, that guy is going to be a superstar. And he is. Um, Really? And I liked all the other ones. I'm a huge fan of all the comics that uh, I just named. Especially, I love Chelsea Peretti. She's one of my favorite comics. Um, Who's put it? Her Netflix special is really funny to me. But... um, yeah, Donald Glover was the one. I I remember his bits. I remember he had a bit about how he was rapping and how he would listen to his own shit when he drove up to people. And then his friend was like, "What the fuck? Are you listening to your own music?" And he's like, <laughs> "He's like, chefs don't get shit for that." If I'm, he's like, "Oh, you're eating your own sandwich." <laughs> yeah, I I just remember his shit really well. I get it. Like he doesn't really do a lot, and I I don't know how people feel about his specials or whatever. I think that this clip is shows how funny he could be because i think his he's a great impressionist and um his 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 chris rock impression of himself and also the tracy morgan stuff hannibal has a bit about i i am endlessly fascinated with stories about tracy morgan i've Uh, met him he's an insane person who's (laughs) one of the he's so talented but also just a crazy ass person so I got to bring something up really quick because when I was watching the Don, the, the Donald Glover thing, it the YouTube curated another bit where he was, uh, you know, talking about how people wanted him to play Spider-Man and he couldn't play it because he was black. Mm-hmm. And it made me think about, you know, the live action Little Mermaid. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm so connected to the Little Mermaid story that I kind of wanted like a white Little Mermaid. That's just me. <laughs> this, is how, this is how I thought about it. And then everybody was kind of going crazy over it. And then I was and I was so upset. But then I was like, what no one's talking about is who is going to be Sebastian. And then so I started telling everybody that Tracy Morgan should be Sebastian. <laughs> like he, he would be a great Sebastian. He would be the best Sebastian you in the world. You are so right. That would be so good. Ariel. <laughs> I can't do the impression, Coach. That guy, that guy, that guy is hilarious. That's so funny. Man, the last OG is so good. He's he's great. Oh, it's but. brilliant. Okay, what, what Donald Glover is, I don't think... Uh, here's a connection that I see with your picks, right? I think I'm seeing two people who probably have more skill sets than are capable of like to leave them on, to leave them in the middle uh, to leave them on stage holding a microphone doesn't do their talents a service sure. just like leaving Cam Newton in the pocket doesn't do his <laughs> talent a service and so i could see that if you spent your entire life trying to stay on stage with a mic and kill and then somebody's doing things that you really don't have the talents to do i could see why you would resent that yeah yeah we got uh one more segment to get to i think we should probably get in for the close here but uh we we got some joke detective stuff to, to get to you want to squeeze one let's in? squeeze it in it's a quick one um and it is from mark epping jr so i just gotta find it real fast i like mark epping jr that is right i gotta find it though where the hell is this email oh here it is okay uh joke detective damn it another joke unsolved <laughs> Uh, love the podcast. The biggest downside is I don't have enough time to watch all the great comics you have on the show. Uh, I have a joke detective mystery for you. I heard a comedian do a 
a bit proposing metric time probably 10 to 12 years ago on Sirius XM Comedy Station. It was definitely a male comedian going by the accent, probably Canadian, which makes sense uh, since they use the metric system. He made up a new system of time, all divisible by 10, and it was really clever and funny. Thanks for any info you can send me. Best wishes, Mark. So if we can help Mark out, that would be sick. I tried to look this one up, didn't know it myself. So uh, my guess off the cuff was Glenn Wool, a uh, Canadian comic, but I don't think that's right. That doesn't sound like him. So I don't know. Uh, let's let's look into it. Do your thing, uh, <laughs> Sutniks, a comedi- uh, joke detectives. Yeah. A comedian made up a new system of time? Yeah. So pretty interesting. Jesus. So get on it. Uh, and we have one more clip. Oh, send yeah. If you have any leads on that, if you if you have any if you have any dark alleyways we can crawl down to find this uh, this joke, send them into suttpod at gmail dot com. And like I said, one more clip here today. Uh, I was I was on the train of uh, people who are on shows that I like, and uh, this last bit is from uh, Retta, who is on Parks and Rec, of course. And uh, this is from Premium Blend, and it's from a series they're doing on Comedy Central's YouTube page that I really like, where they're digging up old, old shit. And I gotta, I gotta get the keys to these because I want, I want these Premium Blends. I want my hands on them. I love these. I love being able to see old shit. I loved watching Premium Blend. So I gotta, we gotta talk to Nicole. By the way, shout out to Nicole uh, Lyons at Comedy Central for getting this whole send in a joke thing together. She she did such a good job, and it looks cool as hell. And yeah. uh, everybody at Comedy Central, I appreciate it. Um, They're really good. Nicole, Nicole's like that. Uh, who's the Iron Man, the chick behind the Iron Man, who kept making sure his technology was tight? You know the movie? Who's oh, the chick? Was it Gwyneth Paltrow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what was, her, what was her character, though? Come on, Tom. You don't want Iron Man? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, fuck Iron Man. <laughs> Fuck Iron Man. I want to talk about the real hero, Dimitri Martin. <laughs> I forget her name, but she's always, oh, you okay, Tony? Like, she sure, makes sure. it uh, um, We appreciate her big time. Um, but yeah, let's uh, let's hear this clip. Uh, again, this is uh, this is from Retta, and I, I got this off of Comedy Central stand-up YouTube page where they're playing the classics, uh, and this is from Premium Blend. Here is Retta. So I'm going to uh, let you in on a little Retta information. Uh, you know what gives me a rush? Methamphetamines. <laughs> no. Barbiturates. I'm kidding. No, I love when I get a piece of mail and above my name it says, you've already been approved. <sighs> I am telling you, pre-approval, is that not such sweet, sweet serendipity? For me, that's like the perfect hit. You know, because I get that natural high. You know, I liken it to that feeling you get when you find an anonymous love letter or an unexpected Valentine's Day card. You know, that feeling of, I'm special, I'm wanted. Um, Much to my dismay, I am wanted by several collection agencies. (laughs) Ah, yeah. Unfortunately, Citibank wants me to give their money back. So as one might suspect, after approval comes denial. Let me paint the picture. You know when you go out to dinner 
And after the meal, you have that little battle for the check. You know what I'm talking about? It's like, I got it. No, 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 girl, I got it. No, no, girl, you got it last time. No, but you paid for the movies and the refreshments. I'm like, no, nah, girl, but I owe you for your birthday. And then she's like, oh, that's right, okay, you got it, you pay. And you're like, damn! You know? Because you thought you put up more of a fight. So, but that's okay, because you won. Or did you? You hand the waitress your card, and just as she walks off, you get that sinking feeling in the pit of your stomach, because you can't remember the last time you made a payment on that card. You know what I'm saying? Or even worse, you remember the last time you tried to make a payment on that card, because the bank sent you a little note that said your funds was insufficient. So now you're sweating. You can't concentrate on the conversation at the table because you're steady watching her try to run your card. And then it happens. The thing you feared the most. She tries to run your card again. Ooh, and for just a moment, you think, maybe it's the strip. <laughs> but it ain't the strip. <laughs> her efforts are futile, is what I'm saying. All right, that was Retta. Again, you can see that clip on Comedy Central's stand-up YouTube page along with a bunch of full specials. And then again, like I said, they're pulling out these classics. I'm sure it's because there's not a lot of new content being able to be created right now, but what a treat for us. We get to see some cool old shit. I love seeing it. Uh, there's a clip from Tiffany Haddish on there that's like from forever ago where you're like, holy shit, it's really cool. Anyway, Comedy Central stand-up YouTube page for more of that stuff. And if you like the show today, just like Netflix has there, algorithm this is the tom to rhythm if you like donald glover i think you should check out my buddy binyam bazuna i've played him on the show before you've heard him and you'll love him and if you like dimitri martin i think you should check out jimmy carr another one-liner uh, great joke writer comic and uh email jokes uh joke detectives to suttpod at gmail.com if you have jokes you want to send in for make tom and coach laugh do it through the comedy central website submission page uh go to podcast click on us and it'll, it's easy enough to find or go to my instagram uh and rate and review the show we appreciate the nice ones coaches digging through them and finding the good ones and if you leave something less than four stars you're gonna get a shake of the head from coach t and you don't want that you don't want to see that <laughs> follow <laughs> us at uh i'm at tom takar and uh, coach t is coach underscore tea we will see you next week on stand up with tom takar mary jane watson that's her name <laughs> mary jane watson <laughs> what a great ending <laughs> <laughs> i don't know better make it i think you should leave it i love it <laughs> This has been a Comedy Central podcast. Hey there, it's Michael Costa from The Daily Show on Comedy Central. Ever wonder what happens behind the scenes or want to catch some extended interviews? Well, now you can. Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition podcast for full episodes, extended content, and a whole lot more. The Daily Show, Ears Edition is available wherever you get your podcasts.